This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! Welcome, everybody, to episode 27 of Rebirthically, a DC Comics podcast. We will be talking about all of this past week's DC Rebirth comics, so we also get spoilery. If you have not read the books, you might want to hold off on listening until you read the books, or listen and be spoiled, and then read the books and tell us why we are wrong. Uh, I am Aaron. With me, as always, is Ronnie. What's up? Who's actually talking. And let's dive right into the future. To I Am Gotham? Oh, I was going to say Batman Beyond. Oh. Well, that's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I thought maybe we were going to talk about the DC 4 episode crossover. Oh, the new Superman? Oh, oh, wait. Is that not this? We don't talk TV shows on this podcast? Oh, that crossover. I thought you meant... <laughs> the, no. They were talking about... Uh, I think in March, there's a Superman crossover. Yeah. That's going to be happening. But yeah. we can At talk about that. At least it's the same creative teams. True. True. And, I mean, the, the Batman crossover books with mm-hmm. the uh, Night of the Monster Men were pretty good. But this one's supposedly going to start bringing in, like, multiverse Superman. And I don't know. Uh, yeah. I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> Come on. I, you know what? I I like the multiverse in if done well. But there are times when I'm just like, you know what? I really like the story that they've been telling. And I don't think that it needs to start going in these bizarre directions. Well, that's but true. I, but, but I guess this is going to be like the big rebirth story, so I guess it has to. Yeah, and I mean everything's been flowing pretty good till now, so why not try something different? I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm game. I'll I'll read it. I've been enjoying Superman books, but yeah. we shall see. So tell me. What did you think of Batman Beyond this week? I actually like this one better than the first one. I completely agree with you. This one totally felt like the cartoon, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The art's great on it. Um, I like how everything was mapped out like a plan. Like where his brother and uh, what's her name? I can't think of her name. Was driving the bat plane, right? And you know, it, it wasn't even a missile, a loaded missile. I guess it was just big fireworks display to get him in there. Yep. So, and and it was a shout out to Matches Malone. Yeah, as he was the son. Yeah. So. The air quotes, son. Right, yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And, um, and, and, uh, this whole thing of like bringing Joker alive, mm-hmm. I loved how uh, he was laying it out. And she was being like the devil's advocate. Well, right. there's been so many people you know, frozen that haven't came back, you know, and this and that. So it was kind of like the whole devil's advocate type thing, but 
even the stuff that he was making sense, even though it was crazy, it still made sense. Like, oh, I could see him doing that. You know, it's yeah. a comic book, so <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I definitely agree with you that this, I, I enjoyed this issue more than the others. I guess it was this is what issue two, and then there was yeah, also the the. Well, there was the the one shot also, right? So I guess this is the third. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but was this there? one, yeah, I thought so. I thought we just got number one, but go ahead. Keep I going. don't remember. Um, it, it this one started to like I I enjoyed the others, or other depending how my memory's working. Um, but it like this was the first one, like you said, it, it felt like I was watching the show yeah you know i I mean it just the pacing of this issue was great um i think bernard chang does the art i like his style that you know i thought the art was really good i you know everything about it and the story you know setting you know terry up with the jokers you know the way the way they did it you know it's it was a way that you know, it wasn't something totally ludicrous. You know, the way that everything went down, you could see it actually happening. Right. <laughs> you know, that way, you know, um, it's not... You're, you're right, this is technically issue three. Oh, there was a rebirth one shot. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this one. You know, uh, after the first couple, I was like, I don't even know, you know, what... How what I, yeah, yeah. But it's, it seems to have tilted in the right direction. I was kind of nervous, you know, the way the last one was left off with bringing the Joker back mm-hmm. and stuff, thinking that, right. I mean, it could be good. <laughs> it could, I, I could also see it going completely the other way and just kind of being a garbled mess. Right, yeah. But I, I thought they did it well. Um, I liked where... Um, what was it? They they were showing, you know, Batman and the Joker, you know, fighting out in the, you know, in the snow and everything, like, as they were telling, you know, what was going on. Right, yeah. Assuming what was going on. The whole on. flashback scene. You're right, right, yeah. yeah. And I it was done very well, and I'm definitely, I mean, I was, I, I like Batman Beyond, so I was going to read it anyway. But right. I definitely... Definitely, 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 very interested in continuing with this. Mm-hmm. That it it kept my it kept my hopes up for the future of this comic as I was reading it. Yep, totally agree. Because uh, it's Dan Jurgens, right? Uh, yeah, Dan, Dan Jurgens. Yeah, yeah, Bernard and, Chang, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that and like you said, the whole. Um, flashback sequence was was great because you're basically going on what the quote unquote history books said about that night anyway right. Right. so and, and you and I both know how media frenzies are so it could be slanted one way or the other right <clears throat> so yeah yeah I mean I, I definitely I'm definitely happy with the book you know it's mm-hmm. it's the the Batman Beyond that was coming towards the end of the New Fifty Two, that was coming out, was mm-hmm. just weird. You know, it was the whole Future's End thing, right? And uh, and I'm glad that they 
they raid that back in and they're giving more of the traditional <clears throat> you know the, the traditional thing um uh i i guess if you want we can stick with dan jerkins and go action right now that's fine um this the last couple issues of action for me i've mm-hmm. not been as interested in i think the last one actually no the last one was with the the other Clark I think right I I did like that one but since the first few I th- action has kind of taken a, a backseat to Superman proper in my mind okay but I from, right from the beginning of this one where you know the book starts on the rooftop with the, the helicopter tour and right. there's the guy like <laughs> screaming about wanting his money back because they didn't see anybody. The guy's like, you, yeah. you, you signed a thing and you don't have to. And of course, he's like completely blindsided by his anger. And the kid's like, hey, look, dad. <laughs> and, you know, Superman is like fighting right above them. Right. And of course, they destroy the helicopter and everything else. But right from the start, I, <laughs> I was very much into this one. Yeah. You know, that I, I, I enjoy the story. I like, again, you know, it, it's another another book where Jonathan... It's like I need to help, you right. know. Even though my father's telling me not to, you mm-hmm. know, it's got Lex, you know, uh, acting as Superman, which is still strange. You know, I, I mean, obviously, yeah. Yeah. we see that his future, or I guess that was last issue, we saw his future as the taking over for Darkseid, or is that in this one? Um. I think that was last issue. I think that was last issue, yeah. But it's <laughs> it's it's just a good story. I like, you know, when he takes, you know, there's the bad guy, like, you know, beats the crap out of Lex and takes him, you know, and Superman mm-hmm. is... It, it's... This was a good... I, I enjoyed this a lot more than I had been. Okay. You know, it, it, it definitely... It ramped up the action. Like there, there were a few issues where it wasn't. It was more, you know, who is this person or who is that person or who is this, and it wasn't as fast paced. And right. I thought this one, you know, kicked it back up a notch into like a higher gear that was more enjoyable for me. Yeah, I can see that. There's a. I can't. In this book, it's like um, it wasn't much Jonathan-centric either, though. Right. So it kind of takes us a step back and a breather from that aspect as well. Right. Which, don't get me wrong, I, I love that aspect of Superman proper and of action before this. But, like, this issue, it was nice to take a step back and a breather from that whole aspect. Now he's in it, obviously, but right. Uh, it's not so much as to the forefront like he had been. Yeah, yeah, and I mean it's it's the same thing with Lois is still trying to get the story. Mm-hmm. You know, there, her and Clark. You know, Clark being Clark, saying you know, oh, we shouldn't do this, we shouldn't, whatever. But right. I mean, but this time it's not Superman pretending. <laughs> to be afraid and worried, like he, <laughs> right. I think he's legit. Um, yeah. 
you know, and she's like, no, this is the story. And Lex is, no, 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 he's right. You know, this guy, what's his name? Godslayer or whatever. Godslayer, yeah. Yeah, he's like, no, he, he can come back. So get the heck out of here. <laughs> and of course, that's, you know, right when he shows up. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a good one. I enjoy this series. I I don't think I have any complaints with it. It's in, even the the issues that haven't been, you know, as exciting for me are still, you know, like a seven or eight out of ten. Right. You know, I I yeah. don't think that there's yeah. been even like any of the issues that I've been like, eh, whatever. I mean, it's still. I mean, it's not like I'm giving it a two. <laughs> you know, it's definitely very enjoyable. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm definitely digging it. Like you said, I mean, it's even the slower issues or the not so enjoyable issues are still great issues. Right. It's just, you know, now it's coming fast paced at us instead of like once a month or whatever. So right. sometimes it gets lost in the shuffle of the great, great issues. Yeah, that's true. And and I mean, not everything, as we both know that not not everything can be you know all the the massive action fight stuff you need the setup right you know and and the setup stuff it's good and it's done really well in this one but it issues like this <laughs> just make you think wow like i love this is what i love about you know a good superman story yeah so or a good story period really this right. one just ha- happens to be a superman story yeah that's true i mean like if you start off and hit the ground running right out the gate you know you're gonna get tired out so these issues are great breaks every once in a while yep as long as it's a great substance story right and not just like totally crazy like nightwing was last week Oh yeah, yeah. That came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um. Uh. I guess sticking with Superman, in an odd turn, we could go over to Deathstroke. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um. What did you think of this one? It's Deathstroke, dude. Yeah. There wasn't. Uh, I mean, it's just. It seems like every time we record and we have Deathstroke on the list, it's like it meets expectations. Yeah. And, you know, it's easily top three of the week every time. Yep. Yeah, I definitely I would agree with that. <laughs> I, um, I, I made the conscious decision not to read this first. That I was thinking, you know what, I'm going to save this one to last, just so I can go out. No matter what else happens, I could go out with a book that I would be totally satisfied with. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, I don't know why, I'd, I instead just read everything in alphabetical order. So I kind of got to this one in the middle. But, man, oh man, this book is so good. And, I mean, they hyped up the whole Superman thing. And it didn't really even do much yet right. yeah we, you know which is great because i mean he didn't really 
the whole thing was like, oh yeah, it's going to be Superman and Deathstroke, and he doesn't really show up until the last page, telling him that he's you know going to arrest him or whatever. Right. Yeah. So you know, next issue, which I guess with the week up might be three weeks from now. You know that's mm-hmm. going to be <laughs> you know just as crazy. Yeah, and I love this cover too. It's like the throwback of Death of Superman cover. Oh, the um, the variant cover. The variant cover, yeah. Right. Where it has the uh, the cape blowing on the sword. Yeah. Yep. That's probably my favorite cover of the week, actually. Hmm. <clears throat> now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, but I mean, man. It... But but like you said, though, like we haven't had this kind of issue with Deathstroke yet. You know what I'm saying? Where it's Deathstroke's been. Because it's like the whole summer blockbuster movie type thing that we were talking about, kind of with action. Right. Where it was go, 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 and then now this one kind of slows down just a little bit, the pace a little bit, just to set the table for the next issue. Right. You know, so this... it's like... Go ahead. Uh, so it's like, uh, you know, we just went three rounds with Rocky, and now we're <laughs> catching our breath to go another three rounds type thing. Right. Yeah, I was going to say this. This is the the farm scene in Age of Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, I love when when Slade, you know, goes to the house, and ev- you know, everyone's like, "Didn't we agree that you'd call?" <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, whatever." Used to be my door. You know, I bought this house and blah blah blah, and. You know, he goes inside, and he's like, did did I miss a call? <laughs> Wasn't that the deal you're supposed to call? And then, right. you know, of course, everyone they're at each other with knives. As you know, he's just outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just outside mowing the lawn. <laughs> yeah, that was like one of my favorite things. He's like, I'm a marine, or I'm an ex-marine. I, I, we can go whenever you want. Yeah, what's his name, uh, Barry? I yeah, think. I think so. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, he comes in to get a beer, and he's like, "Are you guys done yet?" Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like the way the way that they do this comic where it, there's always something like that. Just like the the little, you know, the side scenes when some crazy stuff is happening, it'll always like cut to something else for a panel right. or two. It's yeah. so brilliant. Yeah. You know, I mean, the that the page when he goes inside and sees Adeline, and like the top, it's, you know, she's there with a the knife, and then she lunges <laughs> at him and kicks him, and then it just cuts to the outside with him quietly mowing the lawn <laughs> with them yelling at each other, and then it's her hitting him in the face with a toaster on the bottom. Yeah. I mean, it's just brilliant. I love this book. Yeah, yeah it, could, it could easily be a TV show or a movie scene right there. Oh, yeah. Yep, because like you said, you know, he's got his headphones on and he's just mowing. <laughs> yeah. So you can you can hear that, and then you cut back, and they're like going at each other in the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, so good. <laughs> yeah. I, Brilliant. Yeah. I, I wish this book would go on forever because <laughs> I as much Deathstroke as they're going to give me, I'm loving this book, and it's completely, yep. completely changed my opinion on the character. Yeah. And I I don't think that there's any higher compliment that I could give this book than that, that I mean, I never, 
I never cared for a Deathstroke series, and this one has me chomping at the bit for another issue every single week. Yep. I'm going to have to um, say this is... Man, it's like a three-way tie for me this week, but I'm going to give this one my second favorite of the week. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. The, the last page of another book jumped that book up above this one, I think, uh, for me. Yeah. You want to talk about that one? Sure. Go for it. Uh, I assume you're also talking about Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man, oh, man. Love this book, too. That yeah. I, it's I it, it's Guy at his best, <laughs> where John Stewart <laughs> is trying to you know strategically figure out how to get through the the wall, and Guy just shows up and he's like, "Oh, you th- it's a wall, just blast through it." And of course, there's the ricochet that <laughs> you know it's it's everybody you know it's going through, and you know like, what the hell's wrong with you. See, when I first read that, I thought um, it was a Gatlin gun that he was using instead of like a drill, but like a boring machine. At oh, first. yeah. Yeah, no. It was so all... I was like, why the hell is he on that guy? <laughs> right. Because he just unloaded, you know, 50 right. cows on him. But then I go back and it's like a boring machine, like a drilling machine, like from yep. that one movie, Armageddon, Recall? I guess. Oh. That meant Tony Rico when he drills through the, yeah, the that tank. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah, but this book—I I mean, we we've said it before. It, it the first couple issues had so much going on that yeah. you know once once this book really focused. I mean, which I I had no doubts that Rob Venditti would would get this book just like you know yeah, really right. kicking butt. Right. But man, oh man, and this is another one with like the little, you know, the little uh, uh, comedy asides, yeah. where after it has, like, <laughs> the old one-liners, yeah, after guy, you know, shoots the thing, you know, it cuts down to Sorenik and she's looking at the one person <laughs> with Starro, and like then there's just the panel of the the lightning bullet thing like fizzing her hair, and she just looks yeah. and says, "Wounded here." <laughs> just terrific but then like in like two panels later you got uh was that tomar 2 right yeah and he's like all of his people he's worried you know so you get the like the little sub subtle mm-hmm. humor part of it and then you go back to where he's worried about his people right yeah and then you know the they actually f- figure out the situation that they're in. Yep. Yeah, and I, so. I like how they're they're playing the the greens and yellows against each other, even yeah. though it's obvious. I mean, at least to us, it's obvious that the yellows are really there to help. You know, uh-huh. it's it's not Sinestro's Sinestro Corps, right? You know that it's you know Sornik is like no, like you know she's a doctor, so she is. You know, she's always been one to help, and she's like, "No, this is we're we're here. We're going to do this. I'm not my father. You know, just give give us a break. You know, we showed right. up here, we helped, we didn't. You know, mm-hmm. but of course, there's still Starro with all the people, right? But you know, you got um, 
you, you have all the stuff with, with Hal, you know, meeting with uh, Abin Sur. Yeah. And, and you have... There's I'm also... Over that yet. Uh, I'm not... I'm, I'm, I'll get back to it. But, you know, when right. you have that, you have, you know, the thing with the Guardians seeing Hal's uh, ring. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, talking about we can't believe, you know, that, you know, we, all this time, you know, Hal had the yeah. ability to do this. Because mm-hmm. um, he's, I mean, he's always been, you know, I guess the the savior of the Green Lantern Corps. Right. right. But the Guardian still always doubted him or, mm-hmm. you know, wouldn't put their full full trust in him no matter how many times he did the completely impossible and right. saved everything. Because he was still the rebellious one. Or right. Or the, the maverick. Well, I mean, if you I think guess. about it, he's a human and like a lot of these other lantern races, you know, when when it gets to finding out their story, mm-hmm. their planets are everybody's you know, it's a militarized thing and everybody obeys everything or, you know, we're right, right, subservient right, right. to this and that happens and whatever. And of course, right. Hal's the, oh, fuck, you know, <laughs> F this, I'm going <laughs> to yeah, do exactly. what I want to do. <laughs> right. So. So, to revert back to your the Avian yes. Sir thing. Yes, sir. When you saw that, what was your first reaction? Like, honestly, legit reaction. When I saw... That, that it was Hal a, was in a weird yeah. place, or that it was Avensur. That it was Avensur. My my honest to god reaction was, huh. <laughs> that see, I I did not see that being the case. Mm-hmm. And when they had him kind of in the shadows, I, I mean, I have no idea what I thought it was. You know, who or what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> actually saw him of who it was. Mm-hmm. I was like, really? They're gonna go down this road already? You know, it was kind of like, uh, like up there, and then I just it, like heart sank and like the story dropped. You know what I mean? But then. You know, as you kept reading, then it actually made sense of why he was there, what what purpose he had, you know, because I wanted him to be dead for a reason, right? And not and not bring him back as a cheap token, you know what I mean? Right. <clears throat> so that part made sense, and then 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 I was cool with it, you know what I mean? But like yeah. I was like, come on, don't just bring him back just to bring him back. So. Well, I mean, you knew he was gonna be back. <laughs> well, I guess. Did you, you know, actually know? With Hal Jordan? Yeah. Do you think that they're gonna make a book called Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps and have him die in issue seven or whatever it no. was and not come back? I was talking about um, Abin, though. Oh, 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 okay. That's yeah. what I was like. That's why I was confused. I was like, really? Like, you. <laughs> You wanted no, Hal to stay I, dead? I don't get it. No, I was talking about Abin. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, because when I saw him, I was like, ah, oh, you know, don't take this cheap way out type thing. 
but then it actually made sense of what he was saying about being yeah that the emerald um, space is where yeah, you know the lanterns right. who die in service go it's like the uh, green lantern hall of fame <laughs> yeah right but it, it's kind of weird though that there's no one else there yeah just him <laughs> yeah that, you know cuz the way the way he described it right he said it's you know for those who sacrifice all in service of the green lantern corps right i mean they're we we've seen other green lanterns die yeah, lots should, of them should be in there right yeah but i guess maybe it's just a big big place <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but yeah I, i'm and i i enjoyed how they figured out how to finally you know uh to go through with everything uh-huh with um what's his name rotlop fan right which I mean I, don't, I haven't seen him in a long, long time. <laughs> I haven't seen him for for a while either. Yeah. Yeah, that it's it seems like this was one of those. Let's see what random lantern can I pull out of the the closet to throw into an issue. Mm-hmm. But it just fantastic. I was like, oh, hey, got to use sound waves. And then he just you know, <laughs> right. brilliant. And of course, everything is better, and they kill the star of things. But the, you know, I, I was enjoying this issue a lot, and the whole thing in the Emerald Space was cool, mm-hmm. and it gets, you know, uh, Ganthet and um, uh, I just forgot the other Guardian's name, the Fed? bald one. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think so. S A Y D, however. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sade, maybe. Sade, yeah. Um, but of course, you're like they have to do something crazy in order to save them somehow. And of mm-hmm. course, Kyle Rayner, that's fantastic. Yeah. Back as you know the White Lantern, which is great. Yeah. That man, I am looking forward to where that goes because I've I've always enjoyed Kyle Rayner stories. So, so, so would you say that Kyle is your favorite Green Lantern? My favorite Green Lantern. Hmm. Well, he's currently not a Green Lantern. I mean, I don't think that I could like any Green Lantern more than I like Hal Jordan. Right. But when Kyle was a Green, he was definitely up there. And I mean, I like—I don't know—I like Badge a lot too little squirrel dude yeah he's great but um yeah i kyle rainer's up there definitely up there i think out of all the human ones he would probably be i guess he would probably be my second favorite with john stewart being like a very very close third okay well i was just curious yeah because like i've always like guy just because he's a smartass. You know, like, he, Guy is one of those characters... A legitimate, like, dumbass. You know, smartass. Right. He He's another of those characters that I like, but I like him in short doses. That he's... Right. He's kind of the Ben Stiller of the Green Lanterns for me. Uh, you can't say that. No, I can't I say that. Him. <laughs> no, because when... He shows up in Happy Gilmore, 
he's freaking hysterical. You know, when he he shows up, like, many things like that, I love it. But when I'm sitting and watching him for a full movie, I'm just like, (laughs) eh. Has its moments, but eh. And that that's yeah. kind of how I feel about Guy. When when he was in the Red Lanterns book, it was terrific. I loved him as a Red Lantern. But sometimes his, you know, just complete bullheadedness, um, just kind of wears me down. And I'm just like, man, I'm right. like, you know. But I I definitely I do enjoy him. Yeah. You know, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's he's cool. I was just curious. He's way ahead of Simon and Jessica in my... <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I would assume that Tomar 2 is probably ahead of them. <laughs> I, I would assume that all of the nondescript Green Lanterns who are hanging out in the background in this comic <laughs> on the planet are probably ahead of them, too. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I but, was excited that Kyle was that Kyle came back too. Which, I mean, I think that we talked about it the last time that we had the pay-per-view episode with all four of us on, right. with Mike and Daryl, because I was wondering where Kyle was. So, I'm yeah, because it's to see him back. Yeah, like the end of the New Fifty Two stuff, everybody was all over the place, and I mean, you know, because he he had been gone for a while. You know, he'd been in the the Omega Men series. Right. But yeah, like that. I think when when Rebirth was starting, I think he was the one character that that a lot of people were like, "Where is, where is Kyle Rayner? We need him back. We need him back." Right. And I, I'm glad that they didn't do it just for the sake of bringing him back. That it seemed, mm-hmm. you know, this it, it it was an organic way to have him show up right. in right. in a situation that you could actually see him showing up. Yeah. So. Totally agree. Yeah. Um, I guess I want to talk about Teen Titans. Because I thought that this issue was the best so far of the series. That, um, I mean, again, this is only, I guess, issue two. Right? Two with the, with the one shot. Mm Mm-hmm. And I've yep. been enjoying it. I loved how Damien had been kidnapping his team to put them <laughs> together. But this right. issue finally like, really started explaining why and what was going on. Right, yep. How, you know, it's his two lives, you know, kind of coming to a head at the mm-hmm. same time where his old life, you know, his... I guess his former team of assassins, each one of them picked out a target and they had to kill them because they were their yin to their yang, I guess. Right. And, you know, I thought that was a great idea for why, mm-hmm. you know, why he took who he took. Um, that it, it just the way, the way that this whole thing laid out, I just, I really enjoyed it. And I, I thought the art yeah. in this issue was fantastic, too. Yeah, um, I like the art, too. I, this is definitely leaps and bounds behind the book. Yeah. For me. But, but yeah. Um, 
I'm right there with you. I think it's definitely the reason why. Um, you know, the main character, but you know, I, I like it like this. Yeah, and like how how it has this. So yeah, everything here makes sense. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, even the the reveal when when the bad guys are like, you know, the assassins or whatever. I don't even know. Did they call themselves anything? Uh, I don't. Remember, I yeah, be wrong yeah I, don't, I don't remember either. Um, but even when they show up and they're like, "Oh, he, Damien didn't tell you," <laughs> you know, and of course, <laughs> you know, he's a typical thirteen-year-old, you know, whatever. And I thought it was great though when, right, you know, they're like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I created a team," and they're like, "Yeah, but we are a team." <laughs> you know, you had a team <laughs> and you left. Yeah. So. I'm I'm enjoying this one. It's it, you know the the first two were interesting, but slower, and this one really really ramped up the pace. I thought I, that I I enjoyed it. I like the people from the the League of Assassins, you know, coming in, you know, and of course they think Robin is at the end, you know, he has Goliath like flies him away and they're like, are you kidding? Like he's just leaving us here to die. But of course he shows back up with right. his little plane, <clears throat> you know, and explains that, you know, no, 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 no. I, I chose Batman. <laughs> you know, I didn't choose these guys. I chose, I chose the right way to do things. So it's good. I, I think they've really done a good job with Damien. And even in the, the three issues, they're showing, growth of his character. Yeah, agreed. So, that's, you know, for it, me, it, I... It, it gives more complexity to the character. Just what I think Rebirth is doing for most characters on a whole. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... It, it doesn't... They've they've really done a good job taking a bunch of characters. Yeah, and I mean some of the books, some of some of the other books, you know, like Grand Lanterns as an example. The the development of the characters went very very long and slow. Yeah, but I mean in this one, two three issues of this, Damien's in a completely different place mentally than he was. Mm-hmm. You know, or earlier on. So yeah, <clears throat> and I'm kind of uh, anxious to see if Jonathan will join later on too yeah that would be yeah I'm really just waiting for that Super Sons book (laughs) (laughs) I think that's going to be great I think so Um, I guess sticking with the the Titans motif we have an actual Titans book Um, what did what are your thoughts on this one love the characters hate the book uh I think I agree, but this issue was my favorite of the series so far. Why do you say that? I don't. I, mean, I don't have. Uh, I, I don't have <laughs> a, a definitive answer, but I read it and then I kind of skimmed through it a second time, and mm-hmm. I just liked how 
this entire issue took place in about six seconds of time. Right. Yeah. I I thought that the way that they that they did it was fantastic, with Wally mm-hmm. trying to save his friends, and of course, you know, um, he's being told he can't do it. Abracadabra is in his ear the entire time. You know, a, as he's trying to run, he's like, "Oh yeah, there's no way you could run as fast. Your friends are all dead." And it's got Wally as he's speeding around, figuring out, okay, it takes me this long to get here, this long to get here. Um, the arrows fly at this speed, and the rope will burn at this, and you know this poison. So I need to get to this person first. I have to get to that person next. You know, I I just like how how they did that. <clears throat> See. I don't. I, I see what you're saying, but for me, I don't. I don't like the, them pushing the button or opening that door already. Does that make sense? Of okay, I just came back, but I'm going to risk everything to but, do it now. But if he just came back, why wouldn't he? You know, if, if he has the chance to well, help the people that he has been missing so much, why wouldn't he take that risk? Well, I'm not saying he wouldn't. I'm not saying that's out of characteristic. I'm just saying okay. that I wish they didn't pull that out of the hat already and saved it for, like, <laughs> an actual villain. A more menacing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that's my problem. My main problem with this book <laughs> Is I'm having such a hard time believe, believing the the fight, but I mean I I felt that this issue was the best of them all. I I liked the yeah. whatever doppelganger things. I forget what even said they were made out of, but it you know like I said I just thought it was great. And you see, as he saves each person, you know he takes mm-hmm. out <laughs> you know Arsenal is like. What what was that? And then you know it cuts to I forget who we saved next, but just each time there's just a blur coming through, and you know they're right, right. untied or the, you know the bad guy is knocked down or the arrows are gone or or whatever it is. I just thought you know I thought that it was fantastic the way, like I said, the way that this entire issue you know literally took place in about six, seconds. six eight seconds. Yeah. You know, as as he's running everywhere. Um, and I liked how, as he's running, and Abracadabra is, like, talking to him, you know, basically telling him, you can't do this, so which one's going to die because you can't save them all? And, th- and he's just, as he's running, he's thinking to himself, you know, I... I can't pay attention to him, don't respond because it's going to cause air drag and it'll slow me down just enough so that I won't be able to get there. And it's, it's what I always enjoyed about speedsters that it's really, you know, just the way that they did it in this book. I thought this was some of the best use of a speedster in the new 52, not new 52 in rebirth. I mean, heck, this is probably the best in Mm -hmm. new 52 also, but uh, <laughs> I, 
because you haven't seen something like this in a while. Yeah, you see them running, you see them doing whatever, but this is the calculations that go into everything and try you know the best the best path and plan of attack and everything else. I I just thought that they the the way that they laid this issue out was just done fantastic. Yeah. That I I wish I liked the issue more. <laughs> yeah, I can give you that. I just like, like I said, I just wish they wouldn't have pulled that rabbit out of the hat too soon. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because it feels like it the emotional punch that you have from it, I don't feel that because I still look at Abracadabra as not a main threat. Now, right. if it would have been a main villain, then I probably would have been more emotional about it. Right, but... Like, if this was Deathstroke with yeah. hired guns trying to kill the Titans? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for for what it is, I, I thought that it wasn't bad, and... Yeah, right. I'm not but, saying... Like we said before, it's like... Even though it's like a 6 out of 10 for me or whatever, it's still better than a lot of the other books. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I think, in a weird way, this is probably one of my least and one of my favorite books of the week. <laughs> Conceptually, I would give this a 10 out of a 10. Really? But story execution like the, yeah the the story itself i i would probably give it about a four or a five <laughs> that it's you know like you said it it the villain is he doesn't seem menacing enough to me and i mean i know yeah. you have to have lower level villains because that that's who make the the a-listers really stand out right but i mean it's now been what issue is this issue five mm-hmm. right Mm-hmm. It's now been five issues. Was there a one shot with this? Like five or six issues, and yeah. it's freaking still abracadabra. I mean, come on. Yeah. You know, Superman started off fighting Doomsday, and now he's fighting, you know, like a God Slayer, or whatever, in in action comics. And you have See, six issues of abracadabra. I mean, what is this? This is what I'm hoping because this book was like Green Lanterns was to us. And now Green Lanterns is awesome. So right. I'm hoping that this will pay off. I mean, I'm sure it will, because this... It seems like this is one one of the books that they're, they're going to be doing a lot of the main story in. Or, or at least, like, laying seeds for the main rebirth right. story. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I I have hopes. I have high hopes, I mean, especially because I like these are the titans I love. I know, I know. You know it's I'm, like, I'm right there with you. That it, it's gotta, it's gotta get better. <laughs> please, please, Dan Abnett, <laughs> turn this around. Yeah, I mean, I actually, okay, your opinion on something. Okay. With a book like this, I, I mean, I don't know what sales numbers are doing or anything like that. If Say that there is an overarching rebirth story, and this book is supposed to be one of the main players in that because of Wally West and his role in the whole thing. Right. If the sales on this book are not great, and they're thinking, you know, I mean, I don't know what what numbers they would probably 
whatever. Say say they're gonna they're looking at not having this book. What do you think happens with the rebirth story? Do you um, think it, they it, do you think it, they it let would, this book play out even though it's underperforming? Or do you think that I, they would try and shift Wally into a new title? I think I think they would shift the whole story into like Batman and Flash. And just <clears throat> just kind of throw Wally into that if they could. Yeah. Yeah, because Wally's been in Flash two issues now, three issues now. Right. So, I mean, it's not that hard to stretch, but... <clears throat> yeah, I mean, this will go for a while, at least, I would say, at least a 25. Yeah, because I'm always curious. I mean, DC's a bigger... Yeah, you know, it's a bigger company that they can, they can have a couple books that are not you know, tearing up the sales charts mm-hmm. and it's not going to impact them as much as, you know, like an, an Aftershock or a Valiant would right. when they have, right. you know, six, seven books and if one or two of them are not doing great, they're like, well, that one's gone. We got to fix this. Yeah, right. Because it's costing more to do it than it is what right. they're making. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, mean, I, I don't think that they'd be happy with a book not doing well. Right, right. But, I mean, they, they can absorb a little bit more of a hit than other companies because I mean yeah. look they do have Batman is selling great twice a month and Superman and you know so I think once a month on this I don't think it's that bad but right um, speaking of the Flash mm-hmm. you know you know there was an issue with the Flash this week right yeah Shade told me you know um, it's pretty much the Shade in the book right <laughs> Yeah, this I, I like this issue. I did too. Um, I do not. It's so funny that I, I liked the original artist, even though it was like real rough around the edges. Yeah, and I'm looking speed sequences. Right, and I'm reading it now, and the art it for all intents and purposes, it's the same kind of style. Right. But I don't like the art as much now that I don't even know. Uh, I don't even know who took over. Uh, David John Felice, I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm just like I'm looking at it. And I'm like, you know what? I know Ronnie wasn't so into the the art the first time around because of the reasons that I liked it. And I'm now looking at this. And I'm like, you know what? I feel the complete opposite. Even though it's stylistically, it's the same. I loved. Um how Shade was drawn in this issue. Yes. Or inked. Um, just the, like the panels that he was in. Right. Were a lot of my favorites for this week. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I thought when when he first came up out of the street or the sidewalk, mm-hmm. wherever, wherever <laughs> they were, and he's kind of like bending up and twisting and whatever behind the flash, I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. You know, there's a, a lot of like you said, a lot of how he was drawn was drawn really, really well. Right. <clears throat> but this this book, I, I it's I'm enjoying it. I, I enjoy it a lot. I I've been enjoying it since the start. Even though, I, I guess having all the speedsters that he was trying to train led to him training this new younger Wally. So it, yep. it served its purpose. The, those few issues were my least favorites, but it served its purpose getting us to where we are now. 
right. which I thought was great. But, you know, I mean, I, I now that they're in the Shadowlands, and <laughs> I just think the way the way the things left off where he's like, we have to save, um, who was it? We, you know, we have to save, uh, hope and Iris. Yeah. You know, we gotta, no, we have to find them. We have to, <laughs> we have to bring them back. And he's like, no, no, no you don't get it there. That's, that's who we're here to fight. <laughs> like they're, they're infected by the shadowlands or whatever. Right. And that last page where, well, I guess because Skype was a jerk, I have lost my train of thought. Uh, so, do you have anything else you wanted to bring up about the this issue of the Flash? <laughs> no, uh, I liked how, <coughs> like, um, that Hope and Iris, it's like put it all on it on a, it's turned the book upside down. I guess you know. Right. And. I kind of like that fresh idea where they're not going to the well too many times with yep. the with the same old trope. What you mean, rescuing the damsel in distress? Well, yes, but not that the damsel in distress that you're rescuing turns out to be evil. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean this. It's it's been very enjoyable this book. <clears throat> um. You know, I Wally in this book has, in the couple issues since he sort of took over the mantle of Kid Flash, mm-hmm. he's come a long way. Like, he's another character that they've been doing a great job developing. So, agreed. <clears throat> totally yeah. agree. Yeah. I, I like how. <sighs> I like see I mean, that he's been in. I, I liked just his uh, kind of like with when we had the bat, uh, the bat books and the crossovers, and even with Detective and Batman proper. Right. Like um, everybody has their own voice, and I like it that Wally has his own voice. Yes. So, or both Wallys, I guess, have their own voice. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. <clears throat> um. Yeah, uh, a, a book that has been slowly improving for me, that I, I'm enjoying more, uh, I would say, is Wonder Woman. Yeah. And this issue of Wonder Woman, I thought, was uh, was pretty good. I, I liked, yeah. you know, it, the last one, I guess, ended off with her getting back to the mascara. Mm-hmm. And, I mean... I like how this one they're having a big feast and Wonder Woman is like, Oh, I'm glad I'm glad you're okay. And she's like, Why right. wouldn't why wouldn't I be okay? And then, you know, Wonder Woman is she's remembering you know, things that she had gone through, you know, with with her new fifty two run. Uh-huh. And nobody else knows what she's talking about and Steve <laughs> goes off and he's like, Oh, you know, where's where's this one? And they're like, Who? You know, it just the way that they're kind of turning everything on its head. Where Steve, <laughs> Steve is saying, uh, "I don't recognize anything looking like this." She's like, "Ah, you were here for just a short time." And he's like, "No, right. like, think about it." 
She's like, I don't, I don't think I've ever been here. And see, and like, I'm glad I, I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't read the new Fifty Two run. Mm-hmm. So I just thought it was like the, like them, like a plot device, which it is a plot device, but like a new thing. Well where it's going next because I didn't know that yeah I mean, the whole thing with Zola said, you know, yeah, with right, Zola right. and Zeke and right, right. when she became the god of war and you know she was thrown out yeah it, it's all it's all stuff that, that went down in the, the previous run see and that even makes it better for me because it's like subtle nods back to that right Yeah, and not but, just extra material thrown in Right, you know, for no apparent reason, besides to move the story along. Yeah, and I, I think it's great how as she's telling this story, her mom's just kind of staring at her, and she just kind of trails <laughs> off, and then they're just like, just looking, and she's like, "Well, you're home now." Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you know, that I, I'm, I'm very curious to see where they're going with this, this mm-hmm. particular plot line. Um, I'm also curious what's up with that wound thing under her wrist guard. Right. Because it doesn't look like a a snake bite. Yeah. I mean, it looks like she was bit by something. Well, yeah. And I mean, it just looks like faint, like two holes, like a right, like a snake bite. Right. And I'm I'm trying to figure out. Did I miss? <laughs> like, am I not remembering? something that happened in this series right yeah, yeah. I I don't uh, I, I think it's something that will be told to us I don't think it was something that we missed but could be wrong right I mean my my fear is that this the last couple issues are going to turn out to be she's laying somewhere right. unconscious and this is all going on in her right. head right but I mean hopefully I mean, Greg Ruckus seems I mean, like he's a more innovative writer than that, so hopefully it's not the case. Right, yeah. <clears throat> right. And, I mean, we're going to have to wait three weeks now for this one. Right. Is See where this one goes. Is three weeks... Three weeks is back to the year one part, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah so we got to wait. And two weeks will go, right? And no. two weeks will... No, the next the next part of this is at the end of December. I think it's the week of Christmas. Okay. Yeah, because next week is the fifth week, so they're not putting right. out the the double shippers because they've already been out twice. Okay. So. Yeah. All right. So then we just skip the the current day stuff and then come right back to this then. Yeah. Yeah, and which uh, I, I'm liking now. Like when we started this twenty some odd ish, uh, episodes ago, mm-hmm. if you had told me like I was looking forward to both sides of this coin, right? I would have called you nuts. Yeah, no, I I completely agree with you. I I was not into the present day story at all, but now I mean, not only am I interested in and in where where they're going with Wonder Woman. The whole thing with um, Etta and um, oh, what's her name, Sasha, I think, the yeah. one with the with the scar on her eye. 
uh-huh. the whole thing with you know the the god in the container that's possessing her and you know Ed is following her and going <clears throat> you know going through through that whole thing uh, it's the two storylines that are running in the present day stuff are actually interesting to me now yep where you know she's passing off the god to that woman she's like no you know these gods the, the dogs are not to attack you like Sasha's gonna attack me and then she's right. dead and oh, well I guess the dogs aren't here to attack you <laughs> yeah you know the yeah and the art's great also. um yeah it's still my least favorite part of the book really yeah it's it's much better now than it was um Who's doing the art? I think Liam, say- Liam Sharp is doing the art on this one. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's the. Did you think that what's her name looked like War Mother? From Who? Valiant. Oh, the one, the one on the steps. Yeah. What was her name? Uh, I don't even remember. I don't. Did yeah. they ever say her name? Yeah, but it was like only in passing because she said my name is whatever and blah 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 mm. like all authority part right but, yeah I can kind of see that I, you know it's like half shaped head and then like her little eye patch or whatever or not eye patch but little makeup line things yeah right yeah war paint I guess right <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, it's this book is definitely in my list of most improved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I would say this. I'd say Green Lanterns. Uh, probably those those two above all. Yeah. Uh, I guess Aquaman too for me. Most improved. Yeah, I, I know you've liked Aquaman from the start, but for me, it started slow, but. Yeah, I, right. I would say those those three books are probably the three that started off with my least amount of interest and definitely picked up as they've gone on. Gotcha. <clears throat> um, a, a book that I've been very strangely enjoying is Batgirl. That yeah. I, as I'm reading the book, I'm thinking to myself, I really enjoy Batgirl. <laughs> The art on the book is fantastic. The the style, even though it feels... I mean, I know it's a comic book, mm-hmm. but even though it feels cartoony, it, you know, it, it's still great art. You know, it's, it's a different style than the other books that we're getting. Right. And, I, I mean, this. it seems like this book possibly... Teen Titans would be the only two books that this style would really work with, yeah. uh, at, at least for the storytelling. But I mean, it's it's fantastic. You know, we're we're getting um, uh, Batgirl at her her geniusy best, where even though you know she is she is failing at times. Mm-hmm. With with different stuff, she's still every, every time she goes back, you know, like the the fight with the teacher, she gets beaten pretty bad, 
and the next time, you know, she starts basically realizing that if if she just shuts off her brain and just lets right. stuff happen, yes. that everything just pieces itself together. And the next time she does that, and and she, you know, obviously takes her down. But I I like how it she's thinking to herself. There's the one part where she's thinking that she has to take her out, and she's just running through all the possibilities in her mind. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, I can't. What is it? I can't kick, you know, kick the weapons out of her hands. Uh, I don't have time to use the grappling hook. I don't have, you know, I can't do this. I can't do that. And then, oh, I got an idea. I can do, you know, whatever she was going to do with the cape. But of course, that's when she gets, you know, yeah, smacked in the face. Now. And yeah. yeah. But I, I'm enjoying this one. It's it's another book that. If you asked me when when Rebirth started, would what would be one of my favorite books? Batgirl would probably not have been on the anywhere near the top of that list. Yeah, that's same for me. Um, it probably gets my most improved overall, besides Green Lanterns. Okay, because like you said, the. Uh, it's like every issue I care more and more about Batgirl or the overall story of it. Right. Um, like when it first started, I didn't care about her at all unless she appeared in Nightwing or uh, Batgirl and Birds of Prey. Right. And now... Um, I'm not saying this is like one of the hot titles that I have to read as soon as it comes out, but I don't mind it anymore, and I enjoy it when I do read it. Yeah, exactly. It's it's way more fun than I was expecting. Yep. Um, I another thing I, I like about um, I, I guess this is probably the letterer that's been doing this, but I enjoy when they're speaking in Chinese uh-huh. or whatever. You know, I guess they were in Japanese a couple issues ago, and now they're in China. Or I don't even know. Um, I like how the font color changes to orange. Okay. When they're not speaking English. Right. And when they go back to English, it's back to black. Uh huh. You know, just the the subtle little. They, yeah. You know, I, I mean, some books will put, you know, in a parenthesis or like a bracket anytime with, with a note at the beginning, like, oh, mm-hmm. they're, they're speaking Kryptonian or something. <laughs> right. But I, I like how how they do it, you know, in this, where, I mean, sometimes they'll, leave it, they'll put underneath, you know, the little symbols just to let you know, yes, this is a different language. Right. But a lot of the time, it's just the color change. And you're like, oh, okay, now they're they're yelling at each other. You know, with this. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, it's just the it's the subtle things, and and you know the the fun things that I, I'm definitely you know like you just said with Backer on the Birds of Prey. Th- that's another one. You know, I'll, okay, I'll read it, but I wasn't overly excited for it. Right. But it's the story that they've been telling has been enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Same thing with with Batgirl. It's it's a lot more fun. Than I was expecting. It's 
more engaging than I was expecting, especially after, you know, uh, Teenage Batgirl at the end of New 52. Right. That this is this is who I missed as a character for a while. And it's not it's not an overly dark book like a lot of the Bat books sometimes tend to go. Right. But it's not quite lighthearted. It it's right in the middle. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I can see that. Um there I mean there are parts that are more comedic, I guess in a way, mm-hmm. but it's still, it, it toes the line nicely between, between the two extremes, I guess. Yeah. Yep, definitely. <clears throat> it has that happy medium. Right. Yeah, and I, I'm, and I'm definitely looking forward to seeing where they go with this entire thing. I mean, now that she kind of left Kai behind as she's right. ending her vacation and th- she got as she should. yeah <clears throat> and she has um fruit bat to training uh-huh. the the other kids uh-huh so it's it's interesting you know there's a, a lot of a lot of open-endedness in a way right and now it looks like she's heading home from her vacation back to Gotham you know for something <laughs> So for what we'll see. Yeah, I mean at the end there's a phone call and it just says homeward bound with poison ivy, so we shall see. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. The um the other book we had to discuss is Detective Comics. Which before we get into the book, um I, I just wanted to give a quick thumbs up to the, the cover of the book, how it's kind of an old school uh, spoiler is yelling at Batman on the cover with actual dialogue unlike right. the vast majority of comics these days which is just a picture mm-hmm. I I enjoyed the little little callback to when I was younger where there was always some kind of little scene on the front most of the time it relates to the book every once in a while it was just kind of random but I I enjoyed that um, the other thing, before we get into this book, I have one major complaint, and it's, you know what it is, because I I complained to you as I'm reading yeah. the book every yeah. couple minutes. I was like, man, this is just killing me. The, the two artists on the book have such different art styles that it really, it threw me for a loop as I was reading it where I I get, you know, it was probably, let's meet a deadline, you know, we have to get this book done. But for for a book that's, that's I mean, 950 issues in, it, it seems like they could have treated this one better than throwing, I mean, the, the first artist that does a lot of the, the opening sequence and mm-hmm. everything at the hospital, it, it's... It looks like chalk drawings, and you know, I mean, even the first panel when it's Batman and you're looking at him head on, and he's got like a weird pig nose, even though he's under his cowl. It, <laughs> yeah. Um, like it just right off the bat, it threw me. But I mean, everything with Doctor Tompkins later on, whoever the second artist was, it's much better. 
and for me i you know like i said i i get meeting deadlines i get the books have to come out but whenever uh-huh. i see art by so and so pages 1 to 4 pages 7 to 10 pages 12 to 18 and art by so and so on the other I, <laughs> I would say 9 times out of 10 it's like completely jarring <laughs> i can see that i mean i didn't notice it when cuz i already read it by the time you were reading it and you were texting me right <clears throat> but then like going back into it I could see this, the differences Yeah, before because I was like into the story more than <clears throat> than the actual art part of it but right. like you said it, it it's a good it's a good break because you're not it's not one panel to the next panel it's actually like s- scenes of time or wherever they're at yeah so that that helps out a lot too right that that being said one thing that i love about this book is how they have made all of the characters very human yes that it it's great to see a comic where somebody you know something horrible has happened you know in this case it's them all thinking that that tim is dead Uh uh-huh and they're acting like people would act where we've yeah. seen <laughs> over many years of comic book reading there's you know somebody could die something could happen and then the next issue or two issues later you know everything's kind of back to normal just without that person and in this right. book it, it's doing such a great job of seeing how you know Stephanie is having an extremely difficult time dealing with everything. You know, she's basically having a mental breakdown. You have Clayface is now, you know, he's been dealing kind of from the outside, but now with um, Mudface or whatever they called her, um, you know, now he's dealing with what happened to her and, Mm -hmm. and getting upset with that. You have Batman is... He's still dealing with the fact that everybody in his life seems to always die or go away or something. It's just, it's, you know, Batwoman is dealing with her father's situation, and, and they're dealing with it as people, not as characters. Characters, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's very refreshing. Yeah. And it's refreshing that that it's actually on point about how they're dealing with it like everybody's not dealing with it the same way right just like in real life yeah or uh, yeah real life I guess yeah but like like you said like everybody it seems like Stephanie is the one that is hurting the most right but but she's the only one that's been focused on like the last two issues that's where everybody else is pretty subtle about it right you know except for batwing which you know he's like oblivious to whatever is going on besides um tim not being there yeah i mean he's he's just working on his new technology and pretending that everything's okay (laughs) right just constantly angering everybody else 
<laughs> yeah. I think it was last issue, right, where he was talking to Batman and Batwoman, and he sits down in Red Robin's chair. Yeah, and they're just like they're just glaring at him, and the same with this one. It's the same thing. He's talking to Stephanie. Yeah, you know, <laughs> he just comes, comes across as a douche. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, here's your new technology. I'm upgrading your suit. And she's like, Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not into that right now. But yeah, this this book is terrific. It's it, it's done a great great job of. Just like we've been saying with with other books of really humanizing the characters, mm-hmm. so, everybody, yeah, even even Jean Paul, yeah, which is funny, yeah, and because as much as I want him to show up in the book and he's here, mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, please don't screw it up, you know, right? Because I always like the. The thought or the concept behind Azrael, yeah, and it, and it's kind of cool that he's the one that's talking to Harper about stuff, right? You know, because I mean, neither one of those are like neither one of those characters are. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Ah, they're both shaky, I guess. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't think. Yeah, and I mean, in in this story, Harper, she knows people, but she was she ever Bluebird in this timeline, like in Rebirth? Because, I mean, it seems like she was, but have they mentioned anything? Uh, I don't think they've mentioned anything about it. Yeah, because I mean... And she hasn't dressed out. Right, yeah, she's just kind of working at the free clinic or whatever. Right, yeah, the soup kitchen thing. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it might be one of those things where they assume that we all know. Yeah. And so it's like not mentioning it, but alluding to it type thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... The the story itself and how they're all coping is great, especially the, the last page of the book where, I mean, obviously Stephanie does not want to deal with the psychiatrist. <laughs> you know, she says, forget, this is ridiculous. Right. And she goes to, I, I assume, the danger room, for lack of yeah. a better name, right. and punches in, give me Tim Drake. <laughs> and now she is there, able to talk to fake Tim. And, I mean, you know that it's... <laughs> I mean, she she has her own best intentions, but it's just going to end up screwing her up more, I think. Yeah, probably. But, it again, it's how people deal with things differently. You know, they have the the technology to, to make a holographic version of <laughs> of a person. And I guess, you know, she could go hang out with him for a little bit more. Not well, it's not how I would do things, but <laughs> well, you know how I mean it just shows how damaged she is, really. Yeah, and how and what I mean because we all know that he's locked up in like a little collector's case somewhere, right? right. Yep. So how much damage is it going to do when he comes back? Even right you now, 
Yeah, that's true. Which, which I mean, she just might officially lose it altogether. But yeah, it'll probably end up being they've all finally reconciled the fact that he's gone, and mm-hmm. they they've moved on, yeah. and then he'll just show back up because that seems break to be everything again. <laughs> yeah, that, that seems to be how things go in these stories. Yeah, but. Yeah, it, it, it'll it definitely be interesting to see how he gets reintroduced to them. Mm-hmm. Because you know at some point he's either going to break out of wherever he is or or he'll just, you know, things will be done and he'll be released or maybe even they find where he's being held captive or something. I mean, it is Batman after all. He's He can do right, the impossible. Right. So, uh, see, in, in the in the arc, this whole arc, the uh, victim syndicate arc, mm-hmm. I have enjoyed probably more than any other arc that we've seen so far. In um, in rebirth or in this? <clears throat> in rebirth. Hmm. I know that's like a big accomplishment, and I know that each arc builds the foundation for the next arc. Right type thing, like the emotion that we have in here and everything. It wouldn't have happened without the first arc, but yeah, like I'm I'm really into it, and like the victim syndicate is like a really cool concept. Yep, that that seems to be really well thought out. Yeah, and even like the character design and you know of them and everything. Right, and and I like. Um, the story it went from the whole thing with the the drones killing Tim uh-huh. immediately into the night of the monster men uh-huh. and it, the way they've been telling the story the characters I mean they they haven't really had time to mourn or come to grips with anything because they they just keep getting thrown into new stuff right and if the victim syndicate is really planning, you know, if they're they're really trying to take down Batman, the timing could not have been more perfect for them. Right. Because, right. you know, like I said, they, it's gone from one huge disaster to this big thing where the whole time Batman is yelling at everyone, like, nobody else dies. You know, I'm going to save every single person. Um, and... And then that ends, and there's again, there's no, no rest for the weary, where right. the victim syndicate shows right up. They're like, "Hey, we are, we are your past, and we are here to destroy you." <laughs> so, it, yeah, it's it's interesting characters, and I I can't wait to see who the reveal is for the the main, the leader, Persia. I guess, yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see where they come, where they yeah. have them come from. Yeah, because I like the concept of, of the. Uh, well, I like the concept, and you know, it gives them more credibility to having an actual backstory. Yeah, you know, instead of, uh, well, he was walking down the street one day. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Instead of, <clears throat> but like, the main person in the victim syndicate I, like I love the whole look 
the whole feel, everything. Yeah. I mean, it's almost, it's pretty, um, almost perfect of why they would be the leader and, you know. Yeah. And, and not only that, I mean, I think as great as these issues read individually, I can't wait for the collections to start coming out because I think sitting down and reading like the full arc at a time, uh-huh. it's, it, it's going to do it even more justice. Yeah. That it, it's, that. you know, just the, the writing and, and everything from this is just spectacular. It's really right. good. I mean, I, I can't say enough good things about, <laughs> about detective comics that I think, yeah, I mean, every week. And it's funny that I, I think it's the same couple comics that come out the same week, and I can never I can never tell which one I like more. Right. That Detective is so great, but, I mean, Deathstroke is also so good. Yep. And Hal Jordan's been spectacular lately, that it's mm-hmm. those three. And, I mean, Action is still great, and Batgirl I enjoy that... I mean, it's. I think it'll be tough to to knock Detective out of one of my you know my top top books. Right. But you know, I'm, Deathstroke is so so close, and then bringing Kyle back at the end of, Green, of Hal Jordan was, you know, that's right. everything I've been hoping for. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's gonna be. Yeah, it's like you said, like every. Every week, it seems like, well, there's a couple surprises every once in a while. Right. But it seems like it's the same cluster of books, you know, yeah. that are consistently good. And that says a lot Yeah. about what they're doing right now. And, and not only and, that, they, they've done basically a year's worth of books in six months. Yeah. So the fact that... You know, I mean, they're putting out. I guess there are eleven issues in to to the main books. Uh-huh. The fact that they're doing it in half the time, and the the quality of of the writing and the art. I mean, the art in some cases suffers, but I mean, the quality of the storytelling itself is still top notch. That right. it, I think, it's really a testament to to how good you know the the stories are. Hmm. Yep, definitely. Because, <clears throat> like we said, like some of the issues might, for us, might seem like a meh and an okay issue. Right. But maybe that's because it's coming out twice a month, you know? Yeah. Or if, if we read it in a trade, it might seem like a stronger issue. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, even though it's an okay issue doesn't mean that it's terrible. Because it's still, even the okay issues are still good and great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there there are very few books that I, I've stopped reading. Mm-hmm. Um, there A few from this week I've, I didn't read. Uh, but I, I figure it's not really my thing. I mean, Harley Quinn will never be my thing. But right. Blue Beetle and Hellblazer... It, they they kind of lost my interest early on, so I'm gonna wait for that first, the first trade to come out and just try and read it all at once and hope, maybe it it reads better as a, a longer story. So, okay. 
that makes sense. But besides that, I mean, <laughs> there, there's really nothing else that I've I've completely given up on. Right. I, I think. Well, so. new Superman. Oh yeah, new Superman and Cyborg. And, yeah. and Superwoman. Okay, so there's six six books. <laughs> <laughs> but other than those, there's nothing. Yeah. No, but I mean, if you think about it, six out of you know thirty. Right. That you know, there's there's That's over twenty good. over twenty books that I'm still enjoying a lot. Yeah. And That's you know, there's a handful that I'm kind of okay with, but it's okay enough that I still don't mind reading them. Right. right. That I I get some kind of enjoyment out of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yep. totally makes sense. Uh, I guess that's a good spot to wrap up. Yeah. Again, because of issues with stupid ass Skype. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> well, thank you for listening. We apologize if there are odd skips and jumps in parts of the conversation. We were piecing together multiple Skype calls because it decided it did not want us to talk to each other last night. Um, you can tweet us any comments, questions, or concerns. Uh, you can tweet me directly at Aaron S. Bell. You can tweet Ronnie at Ronbar316. You can tweet the show directly at NL Rebirthically. You can email the show rebirthically at gmail.com. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Uh, any questions, like I said, any any suggestions, any any complaints about Ronnie still <laughs> uh, dissing classic writers of comic books from a couple weeks ago. Um, and next week, next week's a fifth week, so we have just a couple books, but we may try and have some some friends on for a fun overall rebirth discussion. I guess, and see see what our thoughts on the whole Rebirth universe are so far. It could be a We Are Gotham edition of Rebirthically. Very true. Because then then that, that episode could get released. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, until next time, that's a podcast. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Assuming it recorded.
Which I was looking at that while you were talking. And I don't know if she, like, puts a code to lock the door. And I'm then? Not, yeah, I'm not sure. And then she says, okay, they're gone. I need to talk to you. Are you here? Oh, so he maybe, always. maybe she has him there all the time? Yeah. But if that's the case, though, everybody else has been hanging out there, so wouldn't they notice? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Hmm. I mean, that's interesting. I don't know. It's just weird. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I guess it's just weird cuz of how they left it open to decipher, really. Right. Cuz I I don't know. Cuz like you said either A she's coding up the door to shut or B she's coding up his hologram to talk to right but if she's like coded up the hologram to talk to then why would she say okay they're gone I need to talk to you yeah unless instead of just like straight going and talking to him unless Tim is the leader of the victim syndicate and that's what he whispered to her. Maybe. Nah, I think that's ridiculous, but... <laughs> well, yeah. You never know. It, it'll turn out to be something insane. Yeah. 